Welcome to Intuition, Your First Sense, the podcast that demystifies intuition and helps you to understand how to line up with your own gifts and talents and to live a life that is successful for you, whatever that means, because success means different things to different people. I'm here to help you arrive in that life and occasionally give you a little encouraging boot in the butt to get going and to live the life, not just dream about the life. This episode, I have a wonderful introduction to a product that has actually brought success to my life. It's a wonderful supplement called Magic Mind. And stay tuned because you're going to want to know about this. Well, hi there. Welcome to Intuition, Your First Sense. Are you using your intuition these days? Are you paying attention to whatever is going on in there, the messages you're receiving, the direction that is available to you? Are you aware of what's available to you? Maybe you're not. Most of the podcast is directed towards knowing self so well that all of this information can be readily available. Intuition is often seen as this fanciful, ethereal, not so grounded in this realm skill when it's the opposite. The reason this is called intuition, your first sense is this is what you came in with, right? This is the first sense you showed up on this planet with. And I want to introduce this to your, to you in so many different ways because it, it shouldn't be parsed out into Oh, it's only for readings or tarot or, you know, business consulting. It's amazingly brilliant for business consulting. Thank you very much. But it's not that thing to be put over there for that one time. It's something that I really encourage people to have on board at all times. So you're consulting it as much as you're talking to your analytical brain, your logical brain, your gut, your heart. All of these systems, when they work in cohesiveness, can actually strengthen your decision-making capabilities. They can lessen the stress you feel about being a human (laughs) and the challenges that (laughs) can often come with that. So if you think of developing your intuition as the same as, you know, conditioning your body in any athletic endeavor, in, including the three times a week you go to the gym. It, I do not mean in competition. If you're working that body in any way, you are an athlete. So it, the intuition skill set muscles are very similar. And this episode, we are going to dispel some of the myths. Now, I will say this is according to Vicki. This is according to what I've experienced in my life. It is also the 22 years I've been in business and what I've seen. And I recognize that I have often in my life come from a very grounded perception around intuition. And I know that's why it works. I know that's why mine is so dialed in because I don't get lost in the fancy, fanciness of it, fancifulness of it. I am amazed by it. I revere my connection with all of the energy that is available in this world. I love it so much. And I would like to dispel some of the myths that I have seen out there and some of the 
teachings that are out there. And I recognize everybody's got their own perceptions. They're on their own process. And then also not just dispel them, but give a little bit of guidance in how you can dial yours in a little bit more. I will always say, trust what resonates throughout the rest because we are individuals. We are all souls at different levels of understanding and that can contribute to being caught up in the magic, some would say (laughs) woo-woo, of the intuitive world. And maybe we could just have one woo. Woo! You know, it can be the woo, but you also have to do the work, right? So there's a combination of that, which is very similar to integrating the soul in your human self. You can't just be a human. You can't just be a soul. I know some people seem soulless, but they're not. (laughs) So this week, I am going to talk about communicating with the energies that are available to you and also what you may have heard, or maybe you haven't heard it yet and I'm the first stop and I can maybe prevent you. Well, I can't prevent you. I can give you information that you can decide if it will prevent you from falling for some of these salespeople. There are salespeople in every negative salespeople, not not integrous salespeople, because there's sales in every aspect of our life. But uh, there are some, and I've been seeing some on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube and all of that when I allow myself to wander to see what else is out there, that I just would like you to know yourself so well and your own trust your own intuition so well that maybe you don't fall for some of the messaging. Okay, so communicating, when I'm talking about this, I'm talking about communicating with yourself, with your soul. I'm talking about communicating with your spirit guides, with angels, ascended masters, source. I'm also talking about communicating with nature, the trees, the flowers, the rocks, the water, the mountains, Everything has a communication signal. And the more that you tune into this, the more information you have available in order to navigate your life. And some of the messages I'm seeing out there and some of the teachings I'm seeing out there and hearing from people too is that in order to have this communication with your guides or angels or nature or anything like that, you have to set a particular date up with them. You have to have a certain time and you have to let them know because that's when they will be available. Okay, listen, those in the non-physical do not have Google Calendar. They don't have Apple Calendar. They don't even have Microsoft Calendar. They are not following energy and meeting up with you on what's considered a matter place, right? So physical, time-constricted schedule. They exist in quantum. They exist in eternal. They do not exist in our Newtonian matter, the apple fell out of the tree and hit us on the head world. They, They just don't. So if you're being told that the only way you can communicate with your guides or angels or any of those is you must sit and you must follow some kind of 
strict protocol, I'm going to ask you to think for yourself. What I will say is it is a great idea to set a time aside, whatever works for your schedule, to connect in. It's a great idea for you. It is not about them. They are not limited by the speed of light. (laughs) They are not limited by our Gregorian calendar. (laughs) They aren't limited, actually. The idea of sitting and having this practice is for you. It's very good for you to get to know you. It's great for you in calming. It does set a precedent up to encourage your wiring to be that of connectivity, to be that of ready to receive. So I agree with the idea that having a time for self is imperative to being able to hear your guides, to be able to, and when I say hear, it doesn't have to come in through your ears or your head. It can come in through your heart, through your feeling. It can just drop in in a knowing. It is important to have that space, but please hear me that that space is for you and not for them. They're not only going to meet you on some rock, on some special vibratory level vortexy place. They will meet you in your finished basement right next to the humongous pile of laundry that you're folding. It's not important to them. And I have found that some of the courses and stuff out there that are suggesting this, if you look at it, they often want you to come back and come back and come back and come back and come back. Now, I love my repeat clients. It's not about that, but there shouldn't be a dependency on someone's practice saying, this is how you do it because we are all wired uniquely. We can follow an outline perhaps like be seated, have your feet on the ground, be calm, do some deep breathing, surround yourself with white light, ask that you be in a peaceful, loving environment, and only those that communicate with you also be of this vibration. It's a great time to get to know your oracle cards or your tarot cards or your runes or any of that. So set a time to pause. Absolutely. Absolutely. But do not think that you're scheduling them. So any practice that says, do 10 minutes of this, then two minutes of that, then do this over here, then put your right foot in, put your right foot out, do the hokey pokey and turn yourself about is creating followers and maybe a dependency. So take what resonates, throw out the rest. Maybe you love, love, love their meditations, but you don't love, love, love the idea that you are following. You have to follow this strict thing in order to connect with healing beings. You do the healing. First of all, there are no beings out there that are going to do the healing on you. You are the one that create healing within yourself. Just like we are not healers. Anybody who says they are a healer is a little bit an ego. You could be a facilitator of energy, but your goal should be to help other people recognize their potential to heal thyself, right? Heal thyself. It's not just for physicians. So listen to your intuitive voice that's saying, 
I don't know. This feels a little bit like everybody's supposed to be cookie cutter and do it in a particular way. And I'm not feeling that. And yes, I've taken the Reiki trainings that had that and the Lahochi and some other modalities. It fascinated me. I wanted to see how other people do it. And I do find it to be effective and very calming. And I took what felt resonant. I learned some stuff. And then I left the very strict protocols behind. And I'm not saying you have to do it the way I do it. I just want you to listen to you and what feels right. You can participate in ritual. Um, you can have practice steps. You can be in reverence. Fantastic if that works for you. I'm saying trust your own knowing if somebody wants you to only do it their way and not know your own experience and how you feel in your own stuff. You know, it's just coming to mind right now that a vision quest, often in the Native American indigenous, beautiful ceremonies and rites of passage and stuff, is a great example of this. There's some teachings of how to connect with self, how to connect with spirit. And then you're out on that vision quest by yourself because they're not going to tell you what you're going to experience. That's not for any of us to do. So when you recognize this, there's also an ownership that can happen, a connection with your own guides of whatever you agreed to do in this lifetime. Many, many moons ago, when all of this first started popping for me, and I didn't understand what was going on, and I could feel, I didn't even know the word intuition, I could feel that I needed to listen to some source other than outside my head, but I didn't know what to do. So I was looking for teachers and I went, you know, word of mouth, friend at the time I said, well, who do you practice with? And she gave me a name and I hired this woman to do some sessions with me. And then the third session in, I was really excited because the first two were so fun. And then the third one in and informative, oh, informative, but the third one in, she said, you have to do it the way I say to do it, or I'm not going to work with you. To which I said, well, then you're not going to work with me because I just knew that wasn't right. She was going to try and conform me to how she taught. And I said to her, is this your belief or something along these lines? I said, is this your belief or do you not know how to travel with me and my own abilities to help me develop at the level of which I'm capable and you need me to stay inside your box? It will not shock you that that was the last session because <laughs> she didn't want to work with me. I wasn't saying I was going to go rogue, that I wasn't going to listen. I just did not understand how in my own unique experience in my own life path, I was going to have any success not listening to my own intuition when I was trying to develop my intuition. It's like, I don't need to join a cult. Thank you very much. So... Part of aligning with yourself and being able to meet up with the intelligence that is in this universe and available to us is about identifying your own language and recognizing how you receive energy. And not just in the Claire sisters as clairvoyant, clairsentient, claircognizant, and 
clairaudient, clairgooses, all of them. It's not even about that. It's how do you receive information into your whole being, into your quantum field, into your light body, into the part of you that is infinite? It takes time with self. You can certainly do it on a walk, you know, and do that inquisition into self. And uh, it is an inquisition. It, I, I hesitated to use that word. I was going to say inquiry, but it's actually an inquisition <laughs> because an inquisition is asking direct questions, right? Inquiry is, I wonder, and let me feel it out. Inquisition is, okay, how do I receive this? How do I best listen to other people? How does the information go into my head? Am I a reader? Am I an audiobook listener? Um, am I someone who has to get my hands on it? All of this needs to be considered. So if you're being told you only do it this way, I feel like it's a lot like being in our school system. And if you're someone who has natural capabilities towards the trades and you're being told that you have to go, you know, sit in a classroom for the next five years, you're going to shrivel up or you're going to act up. So figure out for yourself and align with yourself so well and know yourself so well that it's natural for your guides to communicate with you. So I said I was going to tell you about Magic Mind. You know I love bringing products to you that have significantly helped my life. And this is magic and it's perfect marketing for the name. So I became aware of it through social media and then they reached out to me because they listen to the podcast. So how cool is that? They must be amazing people, right? I tried this. I've been using it and I have noticed a big difference. Where? Well, my focus, my productivity, my ability to remain calm when life is spinning out. I know you know this feeling where there's just so much to pay attention to and brain is like tilt, tilt, tilt. So Magic Mind has all the ingredients that I love, the matcha, honey, and the nootropics, and it's just a great product. So I agreed to work with them to get this to you and you can experience a 40% off discount if you order I would recommend the subscription because once you try it, you really are going to be like, this is all natural. I can feel this good. And then it's going to help you manage the rest of your life in a way that feels supportive and that feels aligned. And I feel like that's what's most important to me is I want to feel aligned. And I know those of you listening to this particular podcast are going to feel the same. So check out the link in the show notes, head on over there and see if it will work for you. Who doesn't want a little bit more productivity, focus, being able to be present? It's a gift. It really is magic. <laughs> Check it out. Can you tell I'm excited? Check it out. So make sure you head over to www.magicmind.co backslash intuition, and you're going to use the code intuition20 to get your 40% off for the next 10 days. So, you know, head on over there. I was working with a young lady the other day, uh, 13 and <laughs> wow, she impressive because first of all, she came to the session with a bunch of questions and I stinking loved that. Most of the questions she had already answered herself. Mm, 
as soon as I answered her question, she just nodded, right? And she was like, oh, that happens to me a lot. And I'm like, okay, so here's some validation, if you will, that you're already receiving this information. You're already connecting with your guides and maybe you didn't know that's what you were doing. So she was doing the work and had some great questions about deities and all this stuff. She was doing what I would love most adults to do and that she was questioning and not just accepting what she was told how she was supposed to learn. And then we could clear up some stuff and give her some practice to do it safely. And I really respected that because even when I suggested something that I saw in her energy field, um, she was like, mm, I don't know if that's exactly true. Fantastic. Fantastic. Because I am not the knower of you. Uh, I am telling you what I see on my screen. So... All of this is really important. Your intuition is your internal voice and it's the guidance of which you had fully installed in every lifetime. So I guess that myth would be that every teacher, every leader of a course should necessarily be followed. Um, there have been some that I've witnessed that I've gone to see that scared the heebie-jeebies out of me because their practices were not safe for the people in their group and they didn't know what to do with it. So be cautious, be mindful of the fact that somebody might have gotten excited about a subject and just ran with it without any, maybe they didn't sit themselves and receive the guidance. So you can use this time that you align with yourself to know you so well that you can also be patient because the other thing about communicating that I feel like is misleading is we see these um, messages and lives and readings and all that where it seems like, you know, the person just showed up on that live. You know how people believe that if they see a 60 second clip, it must be the person's whole life. And it's like, oh my goodness, like they have the rest of the the area of their life. Why are you thinking that in this one moment, they don't know how to take care of a horse or a dog or their kid or anything? The time with yourself and aligning and learning who you are will help you be patient so that you're not buying into that fact that this person just showed up and is downloading information. Um, or like you're taking a class and somebody's saying, well, I got this, 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 and this. Perhaps they did. Fantastic. But did they also already spend the time being quiet and learning their own frequency and their vibration and how they want to communicate not only with the world, but with themselves? It's imperative. I was going to say I, I would recommend, but it's actually imperative that you show up ready to receive in these moments that you're setting with yourself. Because again, you know, beings are not governed by what we call a clock. So you may have 10 minutes, but maybe you're not in frequency or in alignment for them to even get through. I've seen times where the guides were yelling at me to tell the other person to do something specific because they've been spending, <laughs> they've been trying to get the message through and their person that they're assigned to just couldn't hear them. So show up ready to receive the guidance and receive it with your own knowledge and your own intelligence. And 
This is imperative as well. You must have a notebook ready. Forget the phone. You'll get distracted. Tablet, don't do it. Piece of paper. I don't care if it's scrap paper. I would love for you to recycle. So use anything you've got to write down on. I like a notebook because I like the consistency of it. But have a notebook ready because when you're receiving information, it is not going to stay in your head. You think it is. You'll be like, I'll remember that. But that's kind of like the the whole phenomenon of putting something in a safe place and you'll know where it is later. (laughs) No. So when you receive information from spirit in any form, having a notebook ready will let you anchor it in this realm. If you don't have a notebook ready, what will happen is you will falsely believe your brain that it's got it. It put it in a file. It's absolutely safe. And yet the file has not been named and it ends up somewhere in downloads with, you know, 84 numbers in front of it and it's not accurate. So having a notebook ready, write down, don't worry about your handwriting. If you are someone who needs to close their eyes in order to connect, just get it on the paper. It doesn't matter about penmanship, spelling, punctuation, just write it down because your brain will not save it to a permanent document. It, a lot of this energy communication literally is in one ear and out the other. And that's why to this day, I offer recording of the sessions because you can text me, you can email me later and say, what did you say about this? And I'm going to be like, I have no freaking clue. So if we record it, you've already got it. Um, so you need to do the same for yourself. If you want to even retain some information, if you want to maybe build a momentum of communication. And I think it's also respectful. If you're asking to receive information from the teachers that may be in the universe, you ought to show up to class with a pencil or pen and something to capture it. And then lose the expectations. This is funny. On my paper, it says loose the expectations. (laughs) So loosen up the expectations. We'll go halfway in between. Loosen up the expectations of what you will receive. It isn't until you are really in great practice and you build the skills that you'll often get a full dialogue and conversation back to back. And I believe this is because there's some level of reverence that is needed to receive the information. So they're not going to just send it through to a rookie. You need to show that you're going to show up, that you're not going to use it against someone or to hold power or to even think you're all that. You know, really, any of us who are doing the downloads and have it on demand, yes, there is a certain level of doing the work in each lifetime in order to be able to do this, which is why putting the time in now would be good because next lifetime you'll be like, man, I really rock this intuition thing. But there's a certain level of agency and responsibility that goes with receiving information from non-physical beings because they don't have egos. They are not there to make sure you feel like a big deal. Um, So I have seen where somebody's put this in quotation marks, gift um, disappears 
because they were using it for alternative methods. You know, they were using it against people or to, you know, bilk people out of more money or whatever. And I've seen it totally disappear. And then they've built this platform or this business and they have disrespected the spirit communication and not my place to say anything to them. I just, they haven't hired me to guide them. I just say, good luck with that life review. Um, hopefully they realize it before they croak and they can do something about it. So lose the expectation that this is going to be one great big dictation session. Um, spend the time and invest in yourself and the communication. And it is your time. So I can suggest how it'll work best for you, but you absolutely need to listen to you. Um, it's okay to want a structure, but it's not okay for my way or the highway. You come from the non-physical. You have spent hundreds of lifetimes in the non-physical. You can tap into it if you remember to relax and not put too much pressure on it. I have yet to meet someone in the non-physical world, the guides, the angels, the ascended masters, source, who didn't have a little bit of goofball in them. And I feel like some of this is to help us lighten up. So if you can be in that space of non-attachment, practice your Buddhism. Um, if you can be in that space of, let's just see what will happen. Listen, if you sit and you have a calm 10 minutes, you just gifted yourself that. It doesn't matter if there's a message coming up. I know how to tap directly into my guides. And sometimes I'll be sitting there and I'm like, I am ready to receive. I know I'm in receiving mode. I can feel it. And it's like, leave a message at the beep. There's no energies available. And I have come to know that that's because I don't need to be downloading anything in this moment. I don't need to be working on the next idea for a podcast or a project. I need stillness. I need to settle into my own physical body. I need to be present in this realm while doing a meditation um, for myself. And I will always maintain that those guides know better than I do what I need. Um, so if they're not showing up, I really appreciate that. Um, and it has led to a feeling of acceptance around the fact that I can't push this. I am not in charge of this. They do not operate on my Google calendar. <laughs> um, so when you're considering developing this skill set of communication, keep in mind that it's not only to connect with those that are non-physical. You are developing this to be a better listener to, of self and others, to be more compassionate to learn to listen to the message of your heart, to learn to listen to the message of your mind even. It's brilliant. We ought to listen a little bit more. So if you are seeking and you are listening to others' podcasts and shows and and reading books, oh, you rock. You're amazing. All of that development of self is soul-driven. And yet it needs our physical self to operate it. So good job. Just really listen to your gut and listen to the knowing that's inside of you if something is in your best interest or not. There have been many big name people who have been found to not be in integrity 
And I didn't know this at the time when someone would suggest that I follow someone or read their books and stuff. I'd, I would try, but then feel like, man, it just doesn't line up. And I know other people are looking at them. First of all, if you're looking at anybody as a guru, think about that. They're human. Nobody ought to be our guru. And then to only to find out maybe eight, nine years later that it did in fact come out that they were not kind to people and they were a jerk and that they built people out of lots of money. And I'm like, aha. So sometimes the intuition isn't a direct, duh, 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 this is why. And these, the, here's the evidence. Sometimes it's like, no, nah, I just don't feel like I can go in that direction and follow that person. And then you find out later that they were not in alignment. So good for you for not following that. You need to discern. You need to be able to practice the art of discernment um, and takes a little bit of responsibility for your own trajectory and your own path to what goes in, you know, what you're watching, what you're ingesting, what you're reading and who you're following that goes into your energy field. And if it's something that is not aligned, well, then you're going to have a hard time communicating with the non-physical. So something to, something to keep in mind. Okay. I wish you fun in this practice. I wish you discernment. I, I wish for you a connection to the energy realm that has often brought me peace as a human when I don't necessarily always understand humans. So listen to you. Thank you for listening to this. And, you know, along the same lines, if I don't resonate for someone and they don't want to listen to me uh, or work with me or uh, take any of my courses, fantastic. Good for you for listening to that fact that we don't align together. So thank you. And I will see you in the next episode. Wow. Thank you for listening to this episode of Intuition, Your First Sense. If you still want some more Vicky and some more intuitive development skills, you can head over to VickiBaird.com. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D.com and check out all the courses that are there, the app that's available for you to load directly on your phone. And for the Wisdom Wednesday group that meets once a month, where you can meet like-minded people, have instruction in your intuition development, as well as coaching strategies for navigating this amazing life that you are in. Thank you again for all you do and who you are. And I will see you over on the website and I will see you in the next episode.